passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. When you need to know what's happening, it's, 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 it's time to get In the Huddle with Carl Dukes and Brian Baldinger. Back for another edition of In the Huddle. Carl Dukes, put him up, along with my man, Brian Baldinger. Jason Lockon Ford joins us every week, guys, and we're looking ahead to the upcoming games this weekend. We're at the halfway point. We know a lot about a lot of these teams, and there's some things we thought we knew that we don't know about a lot of these teams. And, Baldy, I want to start with what I think is going to be if they lose, I think they're done. I already kind of feel this way, but the Packers at home against the Cowboys this weekend, Cowboys come in 6-2, and Packers now 3-6 and after a devastating loss against the Lions. It was just ugly. It was bad. Give the Lions credit. They made the plays. But Aaron Rodgers... Went on the Pat McAfee show, <laughs> Baldy, and he said, basically, you know, I'm the MVP and it doesn't matter who I'm going to battle with. He, he said some weird stuff. But I don't think they have enough, Baldy. I just don't see it with the Packers. Tell me what you think about this matchup, because the Cowboys defense, they've gotten after everybody. Why should I believe they're not going to get after Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers? Well, let me just let me just do this, Carl. Like, you know, when in wrestling when you're on the mat and they're going one, two, like it's the hands up, ready to go three to your point. Like this could put them out. The one thing I'd say is just watching them this morning, Carl, is they do have the ability to run the ball. And if there's one weakness to Dallas, to Buffalo, they have not been good against the run. I'm going to pick a, a team with a winning record. I'll show you some flaws. And it, it, like running the ball, they ran the ball against Buffalo for 208 yards. They lost the game. It doesn't ensure anything. But if you drop back and throw it, you know, 40 times against Dallas, you're going to lose the game. Mm. Like, they're just that good defensively. I mean, their pass rush, their speed, it, you're going to play right into their hands. 
So they've got they, they do have a formula to get up off the mat. Now, Aaron Rodgers can't get to the one yard line and throw a pick. You know, you can't get to the five yard line and have the ball bounce off somebody's helmet and throw a pick. Like you've got to finish these drives. And you know, I, you know, also on that podcast, Aaron's like, "Well, we should have won the game." Well, all right, <laughs> like you can't say that. You just can't. You lost the game. You know, Detroit beat you. You know, and so um, you know they have to really look in the mirror. I, I feel like sometimes Aaron, to me, like he's separate from the team. No, Aaron, like this is like they're counting on you to make all those plays. Like the throw to Bakhtiari, it kind of tells you, all right, it's fourth and one, can't get the ball in, we'll throw to our left tackle. Mm. Like, I don't like when you do that out of desperation. It kind of tells you, we got any, can we, can we get any yard? Like that's not a good sign. You know, and then the throw is so careless, um, you know, because it's not a play that you practice a lot. And he just, Flipped it and look, Aiden Hudson made a great play. Didn't see him, whatever. But like he's like this, is he all in or not? You know mm. what thing. And so, like the Packers, this is it. I'm I'm totally with you. They lose at home with Mike McCarthy coming home and all that stuff. That's you know that's part of the storylines this week. Like they have to find a way to win the game because if they do win the game, they'll. It's like the same sigh of relief that Brady had in that comeback win last week. You're like. Well, we're off life support for a week. We might go right back on if we lose again, but for a week, you get a little bit of a reprieve, and you think maybe we could start stacking wins. That's where you're at. If you're the Cowboys, Baldy, do you come in and ground and pound? I mean, everybody wants Dak to throw it around for 500 yards, but they don't need to do that, and I don't think they need to do that in this game. Do you think that's part of the strategy? Just league-wide trend right now, Carl, is teams are running the football. And when the Cowboys were winning four games with Cooper Rush, and even, you know, in their recent games, they've got three tight ends that can block. And Schultz, Hendershot, along with the rookie Ferguson. I mean, they're good blockers. And they go 13 and personnel and, it, you know, Pollard and Zeke, they need them both. I mean, Pollard's more explosive and he can hit the home run. But they need both these guys to get to where they want to get to. So whatever combination, I, I think they got to still, you know, really, really pound it, you know, and, and play action off it. And they don't need to spread them out. And let Dak go find CD and you know Gallup and all. Like I, just they got a good formula right now. They're, they're winning games with it. They should stay with it. Speaking of running the ball, it's in the huddle, guys. Subscribe, like us, tell your friends. Don't miss any episodes. We do this every Tuesday and Thursday. We release new episodes. We do it during the season. We'll do it in the off season because the NFL never stops. You mentioned run the football. Jets are doing it. Patriots are doing it. Ravens obviously are doing it. Browns with Nick Chubb. Titans with Derrick Henry, um, the Eagles with the mix of the quarterback, right? Kind of, you know, the RPO, but but you see how they're running the ball. The Giants game, which you'll be at, we'll talk about the Texans and Giants later, and the Cowboys. The Bears just did it with Justin Fields. You're on to something, Baldy, because we're in a passing league. We've got all these teams who have drafted these wide receivers, these quarterbacks, and guys are running the ball. That's half the league is running the football first. Yeah. Why? Seattle, you know, Seattle's in a you know nice four-game win streak right now. Uh, they're doing the same thing with Kenneth Walker, but they got three tight ends that can really block. No, they're really good. Disley, Parkinson, Fant. They're really good blockers. They're really good receivers. Um, they nobody runs more 13 personnel than Seattle. Chicago, like I, I, I give credit to Chicago because you got a young quarterback who I love and believe in, but allow the kid to develop. Let him be part runner. Let him hand it to Montgomery and Herbert. Let the offensive line, who's 
young and new, new left tackle, new right guard. Let, let these kids enjoy run blocking. Uh, I, Detroit can do the same thing. They did it last week at times. Um, this is a league-wide trend, Carl. And it doesn't mean you're going to win a Super Bowl because Kansas City can't run the ball at all. And they might be the best team in the AFC. But but it is it does allow you to be competitive every week. It does play to your strengths. It does allow you to win games, uh, be competitive. Atlanta, Chicago, both very competitive last week, lost, but very competitive, doing it their way. Um, and so while you're figuring out how to get, you know, Miami Dolphin personnel, where you can do that, you know, let's 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 do what we do well right now. And and I think it's it's so smart because like the Chargers can't run it, and how far are they going to go if they can't do it? So. Uh, to me right now, this is a trend. It's real. It's not going to stop anytime soon. Brian Baldinger, Carl Dukes with you in the huddle. All right. Seahawks, Bucks. You just mentioned the Seahawks. Listen, this is the biggest surprise of the season for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. We can talk about the Giants or the Jets. Mm-hmm. When they traded Russell Wilson um, and you just didn't know how this was going to look. And you've said it. Uh, I give you monster credit. They hit in the draft. You're talking about five or six guys in this draft that are playing out of their minds. But here's Brady needing a win last week. Nine seconds on the clock. It was just quintessential Brady, right? It was like you, you just felt like, okay, he's going to make the play. They're mm-hmm. going to win the game, and they do. So here are the Bucks now, four and five. Is this the thing that catapults them? And what do they need to do against Seattle, whose defense is playing really well because – how do the Bucs, how do they get success here? Well, defensively, I think it starts defensively with the Bucs. You know, they kept the score down against the Rams, you know, on Sunday night. And so the Bucs defense, you know, Vita Veo was a real factor in the game. They're getting healthier in the secondary. Like, they can't allow DK Metcalf and mm-hmm. Tyler Lockett to get deep, you know, off play action passes. They throw, They I, I just charted it, Carl. They run this same tight end drag play off bootleg. To all three tight ends. And they're all – Fant had 100 yards in receptions last week. Like, you've got to stop that play. It's their number one play off run action. And last week, they couldn't stop it. So, like, to me, it starts defensively. Now, the Rams can't play any softer. They, they You know, the Bucs got the ball with 44 seconds to go, Carl. No timeouts. They gave them all the throws that they needed to get out of bounds, stop the clock. I mean, yeah. Yeah. you couldn't play it. I, I'm just shocked at how soft they played that and allow Brady to do what Brady's not going to miss any one of those throws. When he's 60, he's not going to miss these throws. <laughs> so like, but, but to your point, like they've got to go to Germany here. It's a big, long trip. Yep. They got to buy after it. So they've got to find a way to win the game. And if, if it, if they can keep it to the final drive and give Brady the ball at the end with a minute to go, to go win it, the fans of Germany would love it. And, you know, Brady could do Brady magic again. He just set the record for the most fourth quarter comebacks in the NFL last week. Maybe he'll add to that record. Yeah, 100,000 yards and all this stuff. These records. Listen, (laughs) I'm not a guy to say because, you know, we've been in sports all our lives. But it's hard for me to say no one's ever going to do this. Baldy, no one's ever going to do this. You're talking about playing 22, 23 years I mean, I just saw something the other day where they said, hey, Patrick Mahomes, he's got a he's got a shot, but he's got to play 21 more years. Do you know how durable you have to be and how lucky you have to be? I mean, 
I, I, so that's one of those things where I go, what quarterback in their right mind making the money these quarterbacks make now? I'm going to make, let's just say I have two deals. I'm going to make $800 million and I'm going to be done by year 12. I, I don't need to stay 20, 22 years. No. I just don't know if anybody's going to come close to that. That's, it's crazy. So. Yeah, I mean, it's Joe DiMaggio's record. It, it is. Like, no, nobody's going to break that record. Um, I don't think anybody's going to break LT's 31 touchdowns in a season record. Like, I don't see uh, – I think a lot of these records – Bob Beeman still holds the long jump record. Nobody's breaking that record. Like, yeah. you know, you just certain records, I think, are just – they're there never to be broken. They always say, well, records are meant to be broken. I don't think any of these records are going to get broken. I'm with you. All right, Baldy, let's switch gears. Um, and uh, before we do, though, I do want to ask you about Kenneth Walker. Tell me about this kid. Uh, Seattle, again, you talk about the Bucs, what they need to do. The Bucs got to find a way to stop Kenneth Walker. So the kids run for seven touchdowns in the last five weeks, Carl. Uh, you know, he's he, he's been the starter for this four-game win streak. Um, he is – his ability to do a couple things. One, to change direction. Change the direction is not Barry Sanders, but it's really good. Mm. Uh, he's got incredible power, and he's got a burst. And then he's just got great vision to the end zone. And um, the more you give it to him, the better he gets. He doesn't look like he ever gets tired. Uh, he's a difficult guy to tackle because he is built low to the ground. He's very compact. And if you don't grab his legs, he's not going down. So he's he's got all the skills. Little, I don't think they knew that this guy was actually better than Rashad Perry. Perry's bigger and might be faster, but this is a better back. And he's a perfect fit for what they do. All right. We've got uh, the 49ers coming off the bye. You had the Chargers last week. Listen, Justin Herbert, you see he's got the it factor. He didn't have wide receiver one and two, right? Uh, both his uh, number one wide receivers uh, were out last week. They were still able to win against the Falcons. But here come the 49ers off the bye. Shanahan now can incorporate a little bit more with McCaffrey. And I I'm thinking to myself, you know, this is a spot where the 49ers defense, if, is this where they wake up and go on this run that I've kind of been waiting for for the 49ers? I think so. I, I think they're going to get healthier. Uh, you know, the big win against the Rams, uh, they'll have a tremendous home field advantage. It will be all 49er fans inside that building. Mm. Um, they'll be electric. I think the 49ers, I'd be shocked if they don't come out and look razor sharp in all phases. Like this is a team I think that's now ready. I think the team feels Debo will be back in the lineup. We'll see him at full strength with McCaffrey, Debo, Ayuk, you know, Kittle. I think we're going to see him at full strength. Um, like, I think they're set and stacked. And I just don't think, you know, the Chargers are very good defensively. Like, the, you know, the Falcons ran the ball right through them. Like, the first and third quarter, they just ran the ball up and down the field. And the 49ers are capable of doing that and, and, and at a much better rate. So, I I, I don't know. Like, I, the Chargers find a way to win some of these games. Staley's doing the best he can with what he has. But they're not they're not very good defensively. And I think the 49ers have everything it takes to really kind of blow this game up and really go on a run here. I, I expect the 49ers to go on a deep run, stacking a bunch of W's in a row because the roster is really good. There, there's just no reason for this team not to go win, uh, I don't know, seven of the next nine games, eight of the next nine games. Yeah, and Herbert, by the way, I mean, he literally won the game last week for him, right, with, yeah. with his throws. You mentioned the Falcons had 200 yards rushing in this game. 
I have to believe Kyle Shanahan's watching that tape and going, thank you very much. We're about to, you know, simulate that. I don't know if they'll go for over 200, but the fact is you can do that against the Chargers, which I think puts more pressure on Herbert to deliver because this defense is just raggedy, right? I mean, it's like, ah, we're giving up points. We're giving up yards. So I think he's in a tough situation this weekend because he's going to have to make that up. I I think that's, you know, I want to see him rise to the occasion, but Baldy, that's a lot to ask of, of a guy like Herbert. Well, but, but but that's what he has to do because they don't they don't run the ball well at all. They're not good up front. Um, they, they'll cobble running game a little bit together with Eckler. I mean, Eckler's been amazing. I he mean, has scored twenty touchdowns since the start of last year, and uh, thirty. I'm sorry, thirty touchdowns since the start of last year. Nobody's close. Cooper Cup with twenty two. Like he, he he'll he'll get in the end zone, um, but. It, it's it's just a short passing game of Khalil uh, of Justin Herbert right now, and you know he's the least sack quarterback in this league, and he's he's their max protection. He's their you know he, he gets the ball out quick. He's extremely accurate. He keeps these plays alive. Uh, he, he might have to throw ten times to DeAndre Carter, but he will. Um, the 49ers zone defense will get tested because if you give him a slither that much, he, he'll put it right there. So, you know, you got to tackle the catch. You can't let these guys get going. But they do have a hard time getting the ball down the field. Like, I don't know if Keenan Allen's going or not. Um, the hamstring looks, you know, like it's just iffy all the time right now. Uh, but regardless, that's that's their game plan, short passing game. 